Welcome to Appalachian 1800. 1800 seconds, 30 minutes, one half hour of news and information on 90.5 WASU. Hey everyone, my name is Clyde Cohen and I'm sitting here with Jack Skelly, a lead raft guide for Edge of the World, a local whitewater rafting business as well as a snowboard and skate shop. Would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey guys, yeah, uh, thanks Clyde. Uh, I'm Jack Scully. I worked over at uh, Edge of the World in Banner Elk, North Carolina for this entire summer. Awesome. Thank you for being here. So just to kind of dive right in, how did you originally hear about Edge? Um, so Edge is kind of like a family business, and so there's not really like a formal application or really anything. It's really all word of mouth. It's really all like very just you know someone who's a guide and they kind of recommend you and then and that's kind of how you get it set up i got you that's that's so cool um was there like a specific person you knew or was it just kind of you heard about it through multiple people um i knew a couple people who had been raft guides um but mostly the person who recommended me was my friend noah thompson uh, who actually did work at WASU in the past, which is really cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was the old assistant sports director, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Noah's the boy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what does your weekly schedule normally look like? Uh, normally, I, I go in pretty much every day. Um, it's kind of a grind during the summer, especially uh, pretty deep into the season. Um, you'll You'll go in, and you'll go in every day at like, 10 or 11 and then you will leave every day at like probably six or maybe six thirty seven ish okay yeah. wow and you work pretty much five six days a week how do your responsibilities differ from other employees as a trip leader so normally the kind of hierarchy of the of it is um is there's the boss man at the top and then there's trip leaders and then there's all the rookies and so i was a rookie this year and now i'm a trip leader um and so Really how it works is the, the trip leader also kind of facilitates the entire trip as a whole. While rookies are like the moving okay. pieces and stuff, there's always at least, hopefully, one or two, maybe three if you're lucky, trip leaders or people who are experienced guides on the trip. Yeah. Um, and it got to the point this summer where pretty much all the rookies knew exactly what to do. Like what, what, was, what, they, what was expected of them and basically anyone could do anyone's job at that point. Yeah. Um, which is really neat. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, um. We, we do a lot of safety precautions. We do a lot of um, just checklists and stuff in the morning when we pack the trip. And the lead guide or whoever's in charge of the trip that day um, is is basically the one that's facilitating that and making sure that everybody has everything that they need to do. Like, are we bringing the right number of paddles? Are we bringing the right number of life jackets? Are we bringing the right number of, you know, do we have our first aid kit? Do we have EpiPens in the first kit? We have to like check everything, yeah. double check it, make sure it's all good. We don't want to get out on the river, you know, fifty some minutes away. And yeah, have something that we don't need, like because it is pretty to... far. You you drive like quite a distance. Yeah. Right? So one of the things about Edge that's really interesting is it's not just a rafting trip. the The rivers in um, North Carolina into Tennessee aren't exactly the most taxing rivers in the world, but also they're um so they're pretty they're pretty beginner almost yeah they're pretty beginner rivers. Um, and the river we're on the Watauga River over by. Uh, Elizabethan and the the Wilbur Dam and all that. Okay. Is um we have a class three and the rest of it's class ones and twos. Gotcha. Um, so it's pretty it's pretty. You know it's it, it's it's definitely more of like a family experience. You're not gonna go out there you know like hitting class fives and everything because we don't have <laughs> water out there. Yeah, makes um, sense. And so one of the cool things about Edge that we do that no one else really does 
is all the guides are really, really good at just relating to the customer and, you know, like being really engaged with them. We have like a stand up kind of comedy thing that goes through, <laughs> um, uh, the, the bus ride on the way to the river. Um, so there's really never like a dull moment on one of our trips. Yeah. Really neat. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, even though you said it's not the most challenging river, I would very much struggle because I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that'd be a great place to start. So yeah, it is a good place to start. Great place to just bring your family. If you, you know, you got nothing to do for a day. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just a really good trip. It's, it's the best. It's probably, it's definitely the best like in the area. Yeah, no, that's without a doubt. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yeah. Do you have any like iconic memories from this past summer? Oh my gosh. That stick there, out more there's than so many. <laughs> there's so many. Oh my gosh. I um I think one of the just the, the best memory and probably just something that I look forward to every day when I'm out on the river is um is hitting our class three. Um something that we do that's different than any other raft guy or uh, outfitter on the river is we own the land that is right next to the class three rapid and there's a trail that leads right up to the mouth of the rapid. Okay. So what we do is we do probably about like 15 minutes, we go through three rapids. We go through our first rapid, which is called Mule's Head. Our second rapid, which is called uh, Screaming Right Hand Turn, uh, because if you take a right hand turn, you'll be screaming. Oh no. And then, uh, and then the class three Anaconda Rapid, which is uh, just really, really cool, really special rapid that Really, you can't do anywhere else that I know. I mean, like a lot of other outfitters who go on different rivers, like the Ocoee or like if you're out in Colorado on the Arkansas River or something. Yeah. You know, like all that stuff is really like it's it's fierce water and it's scary if you fall out. Mm -hmm. And it's scary if you fall out in the Anaconda and the Watauga River. But but there's a really nice little buffer zone after you fall after you after you get through the Anaconda, there's just this really you know, it's it's not slow. It's a fast river. But yeah. there's a spot where, you know, if you fall out, then you can get back. You can get back to our beach on our shore where we have lunch. So really, yeah, like I was saying, we go through those three rapids. It takes about 15 minutes-ish. And then we pull over at this beach at the land that we own right next to the Anaconda. And we have lunch. So we have our own, like, home-cooked lunch. That's probably... To answer your question, that's our my favorite part is is probably the lunch. Lunch memories. Lunch memories are really <laughs> fun. Uh, the food is fantastic. Like we get you know homemade fried chicken. Our boss makes fried chicken. Oh man! Uh, every every morning uh, for the entire trip, we have trail mix. The trail mix is so good. Um, and, and I mean just like serving people lunch, and it's not something that they particularly expect because you know when you're going out. All the other outfitters, they just bring like PB and J's or like ham and cheese sandwiches or something like that. Yeah, which is, I mean, like it's, and they don't pull over at any kind of lunch spot or anything like that. They just kind of like you're on your own, or they provide, they, they provide, like, but you're sitting in the boats kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like this, it, it, it yeah, I think it just kind of goes above and beyond in that where we, I mean, like it's a meal. Um, and so, yeah, I think like the lunch spot and just the entire, really the meat and potatoes of the trip is at the lunch spot and at the Anaconda. Um, and that's something that, yeah, is really special to Edge because we get the most white water and the, the, just the funnest part of the river and we get to do it as many times as we want to. Because after lunch, we just line up all the boats and we give them a little rerun talk. We do a rerun oh, yeah. of the class three Anaconda and we say, look, like this is something you can do. We have three riding styles. We have... 
like the regular style that you went down the river in with the paddles. And then after that, since the river is pretty tame after the anaconda, we have a spot where um, we have like a riding style where you can sit on the front of the boat, actually. Like one person or two people can sit on the front of the boat <laughs> and hold on to a rope that's attached to the front. Oh, that's so and, awesome. And no one has to have any paddles because all the guides can pretty much just paddle back to shore by yeah. themselves. So you go down the class three, like I have pictures of it, it's crazy, and you just hit the hole and then, you know, you get a cool picture and then you flip, <laughs> I would, I would, you know, flip the boat around and just pull everybody back to shore. Yeah. And it's so fun because like, it's, it's something, it's again, it's something that they don't expect because, you know, Definitely. when you get on a whitewater rafting trip, you're like, I'm going to have to paddle the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then you get off and it's like, you don't need a, you don't need to paddle for this part of the day. And they're like, what? We have family style and family style is like. Um, you just put everybody on the front of the side of the boat. And so you can have like a whole family of 12 or like 13. We fit probably like 15 people in a boat. Oh my, I didn't know that boats were just, big enough to fit that many people. Yeah. When you fit everybody on sideways and nobody has paddles, it's fine. Okay. And then you just have two guides go on the boat if it's like more than, you know, 12 ish. Yeah. And then hit the hole. Everyone gets soaked. You know, the water's super cold. Everyone's like, ha 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 ha. And, um, it's, it's so fun. It's just such a great thing. And being kind of like the guy who gets to share that experience with other people. Yeah. Like for their family vacation is really special. I'm it's, sure. It's probably what it's just like seeing their face after they get out of the, after they, they hit the hole and, you know, all of, they get all the water off of them. And, you know, they're sitting up in the boat and I'm paddling back and I'm looking, make sure nobody's falling out. And they're all screaming. They're all like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. We got to go again. Yeah. And they go like five or six more times. It's just, it's, 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 it's nonstop. It's so fun. And it's something that I'm really happy that I get to do at Edge. Yeah, no, I, that I'm sure. I bet that's gotta be like super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, super sick. You mentioned that like Edge owns the river or like the land. Have they like done anything to modify it to kind of like streamline the experience more that you know of? Uh, we have like a bunch of picnic tables that makes, you know, eating lunch a lot more easy. Uh, okay. We have two little uh, rerun spots that we put the boats in and I'm pretty sure that was also done by us. We've had that spot since 1980. That's when the business was founded. Oh, wow. So we've had that kind of stuff like going on and we've had the picnic tables. We have the lunch. We've had everything uh, going, you know, pretty much the same way since then we also have a on the trail there's a little uh fork in our in our trail it's probably about um it's probably about 100 yards so it's not really that bad you have to carry the boat um to the edge of the rerun spot and then the the guide will put the boat in the water and then we'll go down the river but um before that there's a fork in the trail where you can go and just kind of if you don't want to get in the water or you want to watch your family go down the river mm -hmm. then there's this uh picture spot where the trees are pretty much like there's just a, a perfect view of the class three okay and you can see the water just churning over itself it's really crazy you can see how powerful and how fast the river is in that spot and you can just it's a perfect view you just see a boat come down and then and then and then another boat come down and it's just it's non-stop that you sounds beautiful that it's so cool that's so cool it's the coolest thing in the world <laughs> um you kind of mentioned it within that within that answer that um the business started in 1980 but what's some of the history of edge of the world so my boss's father back in the day um started the business and they did canoe tours on the uh Wataga. and <laughs> um that was really neat 
um, actually one of the oldest guides. They started doing canoe tours, and it was that was really cool. And they started doing rafting, and that's where it really kind of um, was popularized because rafting started becoming like a pretty big thing. Yeah. Um, really popular, like family kind of vacation destination, you know, little little activity to do whenever you're up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's basically just kind of been that, and they've you know employed like uh, App State University students. They've I mean like Lewis McCray students just people around the area and it's really just like a big family. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a big family. It's really neat. Um, it was also a snowboard shop. Our boss's father actually bought like the first few, uh, snowboards that Jake Burton ever sold. Oh, like, ever. wow. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah, it's edge of the world is like, it's, it's like it's a piece of, of history yeah, in the snowboarding big, world. Yeah. yeah That's pretty cool. Pretty big. At nice. least in, like, the south area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's really awesome because, you know, I mean, like, the mountains here aren't crazy, you know? I mean, no, they're same not. Same with the rivers. The mountains aren't, you know, as nuts as you're going to see something out in, like, I don't know, like, Colorado or on the Rockies or in, like, BC or something. But still. There's um, something to be said about that, kind of that niche community. Yeah, because it's, it's really good for the people in the area, especially the kids in the area, people who go to, like, Avery Middle, Cranberry, or, or Avery High who, you know, have been either snowboarding all their life or just now getting into it because it's still like, there's a pretty, the community here is really good. Like having absolutely is just a great community piece to the entire like snowboard world. Yeah. In Banner Up. That's so interesting. Um, have any notable people or celebrities or anything ever rafted with you guys? So this summer we actually had Rhett from, uh, like, like Rhett and Link. Um, oh, from Good Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, those guys. We had, uh, we had Rhett, uh, come in. And that was like that was super fun. That was like so sick. My buddy uh, Brett, who was a yeah Brett, Brett. Um, <laughs> my buddy Brett, who is also a guide with me, um, he he got to take them down the river, and he said it was like the coolest thing ever. He got to meet his like, family. Like he's just a really down to earth guy. Really neat stuff. They actually um, talked about it in one of their episodes of Good Mythical Morning. Did uh, they really? They. they talked about Rhett's like North Carolina vacation because he hadn't been out to North Carolina in a while and then they went up to Banner Elk and you know went to Edge and so they talked <laughs> what about the it on YouTube uh yeah it was pretty neat that's so cool yeah how long does the rafting season normally last so it goes from Memorial Day to Labor Day um yeah it goes yeah and we have um training before then and then we start on memorial day and then really it starts picking up around mid to late june and then from late june to probably early july it's non-stop gotcha it's that's like the busiest part of the year makes sense and it's only getting busier which is really exciting like more people you know hear about it whether it's from you know like friends or facebook posts or yeah seeing the pictures posted online or I mean, like word of mouth is huge, and then also I mean, like WASU. What the heck? This is a, this is an awesome experience for more exposure for Edge of the World. <laughs> and yeah, it's so cool. Glad you're here, man. Yeah. And hello to everyone just now tuning in. My name is Clyde Cohen, and I'm here with Jack Skelly, a whitewater rafting trip leader for Edge of the World. What would you say sets Edge of the World apart from other rafting businesses in the area? So I think just how intentional we are with the customers. I think everybody who works at Edge um, really just knows, like, and this isn't like, from, this isn't me just like hyping myself up. Like, customers <laughs> have told us that we are, we have like one of the best customer experiences in the world just because we value so much what people, you know, like, like 
need to hear, you know, like, what, let's say someone comes into whitewater rafting and they're like, oh, I don't really know about this. You know, like, I'm kind of scared. Like, I don't want, I don't know if my kids can do this. Yeah. Uh, I've never been in a situation like this before. And, and it's really awesome to see, like, our guides are so reassuring and so just professional, but also they are um, really good at, you know, easing some tension and being really making the customer comfortable yeah making the customer comfortable and just breaking down walls and that's really done it's all deliberate so when you start when you get on the bus we break down walls immediately by starting cracking jokes when you show up to the shop we're cracking jokes but we're also very professional about what we do and we're also very skilled at what we do yeah and so it makes like the guides feel like almost like an extension of your family if you take your family in my boat i'm gonna say where's my family at yeah you know like that kind of thing like, that's just immediately eases the absolutely the uncomfortability of hanging out with um employees for the whole day because mm -hmm. it is a whole day experience right it's pretty much a whole day so um i get there to the shop depending on what trip i'm going on i get to the shop around 10 10 30 okay and then we leave around 12 or almost uh one ish okay and from there whether you're on the uh the you know the 12 or the one trip or the 11 o'clock or the 10 o'clock if I'm on the 11 o'clock or the 12 o'clock trip, um, I'm going to be pretty much, you know, out on the river until four or five on, depending on what trip respectively. Yeah. And then I'll be back at the shop five or six. Still tying up yeah. loose ends for yeah. the Yeah. So, you know, talking to my family, you know, they get into the shop. They're so excited. They're like, what are we going to do for dinner? You know, they're asking me like, you know, like, Hey, do you, you know, know any good, spots? Yeah. Good spots in the area. And you know, that's, that, that's something that like, you could kind of tell, like, they trust you. Yeah. They trust you a lot, you know? I mean, they you probably the river. get a lot of people that come back to see you specifically, Absolutely. Too. We get a lot of requests for, for guides in the <laughs> past. Um, we get a lot of requests for, you know, people, oh, I've had you in my boat before. Come on. You know, like that kind of thing. Or, yeah. You were my guide. I want you again. And so it's that kind of that, that kind of thing. I love that. It builds a community with the business. It does. It really does. <laughs> this is kind of a silly question, but... Do you get used to the temperature of the river? I mean, it's probably freezing like Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to get a little geographical on you and kind of explain. Okay. This. So the Watauga Lake <laughs> is at the top of, of the river. Okay. Um, so, you know, various streams and stuff kind of feed into that Watauga River. Yeah. And the Watauga River goes into, or the Watauga Lake. And then that funnels out into a dam into the Watauga River again. So it's the Watauga Dam that separates the Watauga Lake and the Watauga River. And then there's the Wilbur Dam that separates the Wilbur Lake and the Watauga River. And then in the Wilbur Lake, there's another dam called the Wilbur Dam. Oh my gosh. I know, it's so, <laughs> it's so needlessly complicated. Um, and the Wilbur Dam actually feeds all the water into the Watauga River where we raft. Okay. So we get into the water as the Wilbur Dam is letting out. And the water's cold because the Wilbur Dam, like... The water comes out of it from the bottom. So oh, yeah. the temperature of the water when it's it gets colder. into our river is like 42 degrees. Oh, wow. 42. Does it like stay that like throughout the whole summer? Throughout the entire season. It's Goodness. pretty static. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so cold. You do get used to it. Um, and That's good. Yeah, you, you do <laughs> get used to it after being in it every day. It's really cool. Um, really cold. <laughs> I, I always feel like whenever I've gone – and swam anywhere like in the area like to trash can like to a swimming hole or something like that no matter how hot the day is once you get close to the water it like still is pretty 
chilly just yeah. because the water itself is so cold. Yeah. Like it's never like you're never sweating bullets when you're next to the swimming hole. <laughs> so we actually the place that we we start at the top of the Watauga River at the Wilbur Dam and we go down all the way pretty much to Elizabethton. Okay. And through there we go through a place called the Cyan Valley. Okay. And that is like it, it's pretty windy through there. Is like, it? It's, it? It can get pretty windy at times. And when the water kind of like, when the wind kind of licks off the water, oh, it just makes it's like, like air this, conditioning. It is like, it is so cold. <laughs> it is like, it, I mean, like it's not freezing cold, but it's, it's like, it's so nice because it's just this nice little like breeze. Oh, it's nice? And it's like, it, yeah, it is. Because if you're out on a hot day, it's like, what, yeah, 95 that... degrees? And you're like, oh I gosh, it stinks. You know, I'm, I'm sweating my buns off. And then the, 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 the breeze just kind of comes through and gets that cool water off, off <laughs> water into the air and just, it's so nice. It is like air conditioning. It is, it is nature's air conditioning. Absolutely. That's the best. Thank you, mother nature. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. I'll skip this question. It says, what would you consider to be the most rewarding aspect of your job? But you kind of already talked about that. Yeah. Um, what's it like working for a small business, family owned business? Um, because isn't Edge of the World completely family-owned? Yeah, it is. Um, and I think, like, just in Banner Elk, Blowing Rock, Newland, like, all these places outside of Boone, there are so many just, you know, I mean, little businesses that people have had in their families for, you know, however long. And, you know, people cherish those things. Definitely. Like it's, whether it's, you know, something as simple as, like, you know, like a landscaping place or, like, a restaurant or you know, just something that, you know, people put their heart and soul into and get to share it with other people. Yeah. And, you know, like that's, that's awesome. And it's kind of really opened my eyes to how many people and just like, even though Boone isn't exactly a thriving metropolis and definitely Banner Elk, you know, is, is no, um, no Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> it's still like, it makes up for it. in the fact that there's just so much character in the small businesses. Oh, that absolutely. Up in the area. Um, because I mean, like it, I, there are so many restaurants, there's so many, you know, businesses that contribute to, you know, what is Banner Elk, right? I mean, I it's mean, made like, up of all family owned businesses. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like in downtown Banner Elk, there's like a CVS and there's a Circle K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a CVS and a Circle K. And then other than that, pretty much everything is like, you know, I mean, family owned or, you know, small business kind of thing. Ma. Mom, yeah, pa. mom, pa kind of thing. And, <laughs> I mean, that's just something that's awesome. That's something that really you don't really see anywhere else no. I mean, other than like up here. I think, I think that's what gives this part of North Carolina so much character. Yeah, I just love like the mountain community and that kind of, yeah, that's, that, it's so sick. It's so awesome. Definitely. Um, like, I mean, a shout out Dunn's Deli. Uh, I love, I, I go that to That place is delicious. I go to Dunn's Deli a lot i went there a bunch of times this summer i get a steak egg and cheese croissant for breakfast in the morning <laughs> it is undefeated and then i start my morning i go over to the circle k i get a bang or i go to like the exxon fuels you for yeah, the whole exactly. day i mean there's so many little you know like lp barrel mm. cafe uh you know like i mean cameron bay puerto nuevo uh so I, many places yeah so many just really great spots and of course it's right next to lee's mccray um, which is really cool as well to have, you know, Lee's McCray right there in Banner Elk as well. I th it's just, it's just a really neat place. Yeah. And the same can be said for, for, um, for Blowing Rock and even, you know, like Newland too. Definitely. Um, so yeah, if you haven't been out to those places before, 
you know, make it like a little weekend thing. I mean, Banner Oak's awesome. Go to Sorrento's, go to Dunn's Deli, you know, go out to Blowing Rock, check out the shops, go to, you know, like Town Tavern or something. Oh, yeah. Get, just get out, like, like one of the things get that... Get out and explore. Yeah, get out and explore because, you know, being in App State isn't just being in Boom. No. Like, that's something that I, like... Learned over the summer? Yeah, definitely. Just being, like... In this entire community. All of the high is, country. Yeah, is really invaluable. Yeah, no kidding. How many people do you think you interact with on a daily basis? So, um, we take probably 60-person trips every single day. We pay wow. two 60-person trips. Uh, our 11 o'clock trip will be about 60, and then our, our 12 o'clock will be about 60. Depending on if we max it or not, normally, I mean, like, it'll probably be bar about ballpark that. Yeah. Um, you know, something like around 100 to 120 people every day okay and i'm only interacting with those who are on my trip and that's kind of something that we kind of that's kind of something that we um stress a lot uh as a staff is to give our customers on our trip our undivided attention because the customers on other trips whether it be our own 12 o'clock trip or you know another outfitters you know trip if we if we're cracking jokes to them from across the river our boat's going to be like, what the heck? Why isn't my guy cracking jokes to me? Yeah. And so we are like solely and 100% pretty much engaged with our with people your boat. at all times. And so I'm, I'm caring about my family, but I'm also caring about everybody Everyone. else's family. But my, my family comes first. I love that you guys kind of synthesize that enormous group down into a personal um, experience. Yeah, definitely. Because 120 people, or I guess you said 60 people at a time. That sounds like a lot, but that's a... It, it, it's great that you're able to condense it and make it not feel like you're one of this massive group. Yeah. We pretty much kind of ballpark eight to 10 uh, people in a boat. Okay. I mean, if there's a big family, we can fit 12. And if there's a small family, we can fit four, you know? Yeah. Um, we actually do a thing called super families, which is where if there's, you know, like a group of two and a group of two and a group of two, we'll just combine them all. And they're now make a super, a super family. family. And that's really fun. That's like so fun because you get to see you people, make friends. you know, you make friends and people actually like interact with each other on top of you. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's like, that's really cool because, you know, people are like, oh, I know that guy or I follow him on Facebook because we went on a white ride rafting trip together. I yeah. Know, in Banner Oak, North Carolina. Like, that's awesome. And then we went out to dinner at Puerto where we went to Boone and went to Lost Province or something like that. Like, like those kind of relationships are, are important. And they are. And that's something that's really neat to like... Single riders, when I took my dad on a trip, um, he was in a super family because he just came as a single rider. And so okay. we, you know, kind of lumped him in with a couple other people. <laughs> um, but then you can also bring your whole family. Like I took my mom and my mom brought my stepdad and my sister and, you know, like a bunch of people. We had a boat full of nine and we oh, went yeah. down the river and that was also really cool too. So interacting with, you know, all these people on top of, you know, you know, you're in your boat and you're talking to your people, interacting with them. And then when you get up to the lunch spot, and you're serving lunch to everybody. Yeah. So lead oh, guide, yeah. lead guide for it I mean, gives like, a chance for everyone to interact. Absolutely. With else. There are so many things that are happening at edge, in either at the front or behind the scenes. Yeah. And so the rookies, you know, the rookies will go and they'll pump boats while I'm giving lunch talk, or while my friend Levi or Owen or Ford is giving the lunch talk, and you know someone else is going to go and repump the boats and top them off to make sure that they're all good. Mm -hmm. So there's so many layers of things happening in the foreground and the background. Um, that's really awesome because even if you're not, you know, interacting with people, you're still doing something that's meaningful and you're doing something that has to happen to keep the trip pushing forward. Definitely. But like, I mean, if I'm, if I'm cracking jokes and serving lunch to people, 
Like, they're like, oh, that guy's funny. Or if I'm on the bus and I'm, and you know, like, that kind of stuff contributes to the breaking down the walls and getting more comfortable with people. And so kind of one of the things about being, like, lead or being stand-up or being really, like, that kind of guy who's leading the, for- the foreground of things yeah. is you have to make those calls, and everyone has to adapt with it. It makes and, sense. And a lot of trust goes into it as well because uh, you have to kind of know that, you know, if I do this, everyone's going to have my back and know what to do. Yeah, and, and you and have to does. know that your other, like, coworkers are going to have your, like, going to have your back and be able to make that judgment themselves yeah as well. exactly exactly and so that kind of stuff um just the logistics of it and the adaptability of being being a guide is really invaluable um because you really do kind of make a, a um a fair amount of game time decisions um, yeah but really and truly it's not like Sounds you know like it's it. something that we've never done before you yeah know? i mean we we kind of, again, it's like a flow chart. So we know exactly if we'd make this decision, exactly what we're going to get out of it. Was it overwhelming at all to get that all under your belt or did it kind of organically happen? As it you... really did organically happen on my first day and I got on the bus and I heard the routine. It's an hour and a half full of comedy and I was really overwhelmed. Um, but I, you know, picked it up in about two weeks. Um, I set a wow. deadline for myself. My dad was coming on a trip on July 1st, and I started on on June 17th because I had a internship uh, earlier in the summer. Oh, yeah. So I started the season a little bit late, and so within that probably two-and-a-half-week span, I learned pretty much, you know, not the entire routine, but enough to present myself in front of customers and people. And be do, confident. Yeah, be doing. confident in what I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, everybody on the bus was loving it. My dad thought it was hilarious. Um, and I think like it does happen organically for sure. Cause you're picking these things up and you're listening to it every single day. And it's, it's, I mean, not to say that every single trip isn't special or personalized, but we personalized, but we do, you know, we run the same thing pretty much every day. Run a tight ship. We run a tight ship and we, if we run the same thing every single day, then we know what to expect. What to do every. and how to be even more, uh, comfortable with making those exactly. game time decisions exactly. you were talking about. Exactly. Yeah. The game time decisions flow naturally from running that tight ship. Makes sense. One more thing. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about that you want to say while you're on the air? Um, I mean, like, I, I, think, uh, I think just one of the best things about my college experience so far and being in Boone is uh, really just kind of engaging with the community and edge and being pretty much here during the summer is something that I find like really I didn't know I didn't know what it was I didn't know what it was going to be like coming into this summer mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect at all and I think it's probably been my favorite part of being in App State and being in Boone nothing well, better than Boone summer I'm so happy to hear that and thank you so much for being here Jack I'll be sure to check it out this summer yes sir thank you for listening and be sure to join us next Monday at 9 a.m. on 90.5 WASU WASURadio.com or download the app Appalachian 1800, 1800 seconds, 30 minutes, one half hour of news and information.